This is Andrew Kolb, and you're listening to the Master of One podcast. You can find me on everything at Kolb is Neat. Welcome to this Sandbox episode of the Master of One podcast, part two for this week. This week, we continue our month of Secret Santa, a mixed bag of special guests and wonderment as we talk to illustrator, designer, and founder of Slaptastic, Rocky Rourke. I'm Andrew, your Master of Art and Design. I'm Patrick, your Master of Television and Film. And I'm Luke, your Master of Toys and Games. So pick a spot to peel and stick, because this show's ready to make a permanent impression. I don't want to get put in my car. continue on our month of Secret Santa, and this has been a month that has just been a mixed bag of merriment and fun, um, we are excited to talk to an illustrator and designer, a creative entrepreneur, and he is the owner of Slaptastic Sticker Subscription, which we've talked about a number of times on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Mr. Rocky Rourke. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. You did it. Thanks for being Thanks here. For being here. <laughs> Thank so, you. Like it's so cool to see like behind the scenes and everything. <laughs> I know. Isn't it weird that Luke's not wearing a shirt? I know. It's um, normal to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's how he keeps our energy up. It's like that. <laughs> we have to get out of here. <laughs> we gotta turn this um, off. All right. So tell everybody who you are and uh, just give us the Wikipedia page about you, and then we'll dive into some questions. All right. Awesome. Yeah. So my name's Rocky. Uh, I am 26 years old. I own two businesses. I am a freelance illustrator and designer, uh, founder of Slaptastic, and a new project, Mutant Workshop. Uh, I've been doing design for probably about 11 to 12 years. Um, Been doing it for a pretty long time, been a creative all my life, and that's the quick and dirty version of it. Absolutely. Can so, you just can you real quick for people that aren't familiar with you or, or can you describe mm-hmm. your style or, or where you focus? So like my uh, my illustration style is very like uh, I don't know playful, cartoony. Um, it's like a kind of a mix of uh, flat illustration and also like uh, I'd say a hodgepodge of some of the people like Christopher Lee, The Beast Is Back. Uh, Matt Coffinberg, Andrew Cole. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like big inspirations of mine. Um, but I I do a lot of a lot of different stuff and trying to like grow my illustration style. So I can totally see the Matt Coffinberg uh, influence in your mm-hmm. character design, especially some of your newer character designs. Um, oh, yeah. I totally see that translate through. So that that's that makes. I mean, as soon as you said that, I'm like, yep, that makes total yeah. sense. <laughs> um, so okay, so let's let's stay on that train of your style because it looks like there are a couple of different um, stylistic approaches you kind of dip your hat into and mm-hmm. you kind of intermix them. So it's not like uh, like with Andrew Kolb. He stays with a style for like, I don't know, six months and then moves into another style. And you can kind of look at these different, um, you know, these different periods of his of his style. You are a little bit of a mixed bag with this. You have kind of three or four that you do really well and you kind of honed your skill in and you pop around in them. So talk about 
uh, talk about each of those and then mm-hmm. why um I don't know why the why the Yahtzee game with your style. <laughs> well, I'll definitely say first things first, like when I when I first started like focusing more on my illustration work, probably I don't know, college, high school era, um, I really was like working hard to uh to just like trying to like find my style and everything. Cause you know, going through college and everything, you're being told, you know, an artist has a specific style. You should stick sure. to one style and everything like right. that. Then, like, and I still would get this same thing told to me numerous times by uh, by people that if you want to, like, do illustration or art for, like, the design world, you have to have more than just one style or else you're basically just, like, a one-trick pony and everything. And that's something I didn't want to be. I wanted to be able to do a lot, uh, a lot more than just, like, one specific style. And I think like the the first style that I really started developing was uh, I call it my flat style. And uh, when you look at my my dribble account and everything, you kind of see um, like my Facebook work, um, things like the stuff that I've been doing for portfolio. I think there's only a couple of things up there and there, but those I consider like my flat okay. illustrations. And yeah. once I had that developed, people were coming to me for it, but then other people were like, "Hey." can you do other styles? Is that like your only style? And I was like, wow, yeah, that's right. Like this, this is the only like thing that? I'm doing. Because that sounds a little rude. <laughs> is uh, this your only style? <laughs> well, I, it was funny because I actually had illustrator friends ask me that, but I also had, um, I, at one point I was trying to get a uh, an agent and he was like, you know, I'm looking through all your stuff and everything looks like it's the same style. And I was like, oh, you know what? You you are kind of right. Maybe I need to diversify it. And so that's when I started to try different things. I went out and bought a, a Cintiq, and that's where the, the new style, the Matt Koffenberg, Andrew Kolb, and uh, Christopher Lee-inspired style came about. I was finally yeah. able to, like, explore that uh, part of things. So, well, so I'm curious. Makes sense. Um, okay, so you said you felt like uh, – that you needed to pick one thing and then you got to a point where you realized, Oh, maybe I should have done something else. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious your opinion on, do you feel like innately that you wanted to be working in other styles that whole time? Or did you just get to a point where you realized your portfolio needed you to be working in other styles? I think kind of both. So like, cause I would look at some people's work and I'm like, Oh wow. Like, I, I love I love what I'm creating, but I wish I could create something like, uh, well, let's see, uh, God, no artists coming to mind right now. Don't you hate when that happens? Uh, but like, stuff I've never like, had that problem. <laughs> yeah, I know you probably haven't. But uh, I'm a professional. That's not <laughs> it true. All gets none edited of that is true. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, none of it gets edited out. Yeah, but, I think that's that's the more untrue part. Like, for instance, I've been following Andrew Cole, Matt Koffenberg, Chris Fridley. I've been following all those guys for probably like a good four or five years now. And so, like, I was always like, oh, I wish I could do something like Andrew Cole. I'd be looking at his stuff and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And so I had my own style, my own style, which brought work in. I, you know, was working really hard. People loved it. People are like, oh, you're so awesome. Can you teach me the voodoo that you do so well? And I'm like, yeah, I can do that, but I don't feel like I'm that great of an artist. I don't feel like I'm that great of a, an illustrator designer. You know, it's kind of that, uh, that like, uh, imposter syndrome, what do they call it? Fraud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Imposter syndrome. Yeah. And 
I'm like, ah, I feel this way and everything. But then people would come to me and they're like, oh, no, you're not. You're awesome. Like, you need to, (laughs) you need to, like, be proud of this stuff. I was like, okay. But, like, that lent to me wanting to do other styles. And then, like, of course, with just, like, if I ever wanted to uh, go freelance full time and to, like, work for myself, I kind of needed to do that. I needed to, like... Uh, diversify my illustration style so that I could get more than just one specific sure, not, arena. And, um, I want to ask one more follow-up question on this because I know someone very specific mm-hmm. in the community that is kind of battling these ideas right now. And um, his opinion or what he feels like he's been told, and it sounds like you're in a similar situation, is that you really need to focus in one area until you build up uh, like a base of followers, like that recognition. Um, would you agree with that? Do you think you can just like try a little bit here and a little bit there? Or do you think you need to focus, get known for something, have some type of following, and then it's easier to branch out mm-hmm. at that point? So how I would tackle that, I think that for some for that specific, what you just said, I think that you need to focus on one style build up your repertoire, build up like the followers, build up like people knowing that, and then you can branch out and everything. But then also you need to do that just so you can get better uh, at what you're doing at like your illustrations and everything like that. Because I've noticed that for me, like I was trying at one point so many different styles until I found the one I really liked. And it like, I don't know. It just, it, it was, it was really weird. Like, I was trying all these styles, but I wasn't growing Mm -hmm. as an illustrator and everything. So, So, but, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so let's talk about that for a second. Growing as an illustrator and Mm -hmm. and the importance of that. Um, You've taken on, you you have recently, within the last year or so, um, started doing this full time. But prior to that, you were... um, you were what probably 95% of our audience is, which is uh, a freelancer who also has a daytime job that pays the bills. Yeah. So what was that um, What was that transition like? Well, uh, maybe, maybe even before the transition, what was it like? Um, what did you do as a regular job? And then mm-hmm. talk about how you picked up clients like Facebook and some of these other people as a freelancer um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and what that, uh, that dynamic and that balance was like for you. Yeah. So I, well, first let me say I've been freelancing since I was 13 years old. That was when I I did my first freelance project. Uh, and I did all through high school. I did all through college and everything. And then when I got my first day job outside of college, I stopped freelancing. I I got some bad advice from, from someone who's like, Oh no, you're making good money. You don't need to freelance. You know, you should focus more on your, on your uh, day job and then have fun at night and everything like that. And I was like, you know what? You're right. You know, that's a, that's a, that's a good piece of advice. Turns out it was the worst kind of advice. <laughs> um, cause when I was, uh, let go from my, my job, uh, a year after I started, I had no freelance work built up. I had no clients. I had nothing. And if it wasn't for my connections and community, uh, who helped me find some freelance work, I probably would have been really screwed. Sure. Yeah. Um, but then when I, when I got my, my next job, and moved out to, to San Diego, California, sunny San Diego. Um, San Diego. Yeah, San Diego. <laughs> My fiance hates me to call it San Diego because she's like, that's not how you say it. Um, <laughs> Maybe she's more concerned with what it actually means. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but 
now so when i came when i came out here i did the complete opposite you know i worked full time i was a uh, ui mm-hmm. ux designer at a local uh, agency and i basically uh would go to work every day and then i would come home and i would freelance three to four hours each night sometimes even longer and because I did that, I was able to, one, afford San Diego <laughs> right, no because of how horribly expensive it is. Um, <laughs> but also, I was able to, like, post stuff on Drupal more. I was able to, like, build a following. I grew, I want to say, I think I'm at, like, 6,000-something followers now. I grew, like, probably close to 5,000 followers from the time that I uh, was let go from that first job to sure. now. And so that's been about two, yeah, a little over two years so okay. that's exponential growth. Roughly twenty five hundred oh, followers. Man, you a year. are resident yeah. mathematician here. Oh, <laughs> sell. killing it. You're not the only one who knows numbers, Patrick. So just back off. <laughs> so at what? Well, at so, what okay. point then? I'm I'm just taking over from you, Andrew. It, does that transition it into one of your your own companies now? So you did the freelancing for a while, and then and then you were working for someone, mm-hmm. and then you. Uh, or forced to transition out of that more freelance. So yeah. How do you, how do you pick up um, one of the companies that you've started? So like, for instance, with, uh, with Slaptastic, originally it was called Slap Stickers. Um, I even still call it that sometimes. Or slap I'll just a forget stick. and just That's call it. That's probably really common too. Yeah. Or yeah. slap a stick. Uh, <laughs> and if, because people can't see, I'm rolling my eyes right now. Um, <laughs> but see, you sure. do, you are, you are more professional <laughs> podcaster than we are because we forget that people can't see us rolling our eyes at Patrick all the time. <laughs> I listen to so many podcasts. So it's like, I kind of, I kind of pick up those things, but <laughs> with, um, Slaptastic, it originally started at my first job. Um, it was originally going to be just like an online sticker store, uh, where I would create sticker designs and we would sell it online for people to buy. And, um, it was eventually tabled because the, the company, um, was focusing on other things. And then when I was like, go, they gave me, uh, they're like, you know what? You work so hard on this. You, you own all the rights to it. It's yours. You know, you can take it and everything like that. So, I, I did that. I was like, okay, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do anything with this. And I ended up using the the mark, the slaptastic mark, which is the Band-Aid hand. That's what the yeah. trademark office yep. calls it, the Band-Aid hand. And I used it as my own personal mark for a good year after that. But when I went to Creative South uh, in 2015, uh, I've been going mm-hmm. since 2013, Um I got so invigorated and I was, and people were coming there like, Hey, you know, what's going on with slap stickers? Is it coming back? Are you like working on it? Like what's going on? And I was like, Hmm, there's some interest in this. Maybe I should, uh, maybe I should focus on this again. And so I was like, I, I took the entire flight going from, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, all the way to San Diego, just typing away on my computer, like just like coming of notes. And one of the notes was slap stickers, question mark, subscription, question mark. And a week later had everything full force, had 30 people signed up to create stickers and it just went from there. But it all started as a side mm-hmm. project. Like that's the the biggest, I'm oh, a man. big, uh, a big supporter of side projects. 
And I've found that everyone I've talked to that has like a business like Slaptastic or my future one, uh, Mutant Workshop, they all start as side projects that just like exploded. So yeah. So okay. So let's let's take a let's take a moment now since we've talked about slaps. Slaptastic. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Sometimes you say words and sometimes they don't work. Um, since we're talking about Slaptastic. Um, Explain to everybody, like this might be their first time jumping in the episode uh, or the, on the show. What is Slaptastic? And like, give us the general format of it. And I have a couple of questions specifically about mm-hmm. that and some of the artists. So Slaptastic is a monthly sticker subscription service. Uh, we have members all over the world. We've shipped to every continent except for Antarctica. I'm this close to sending some uh, stickers to penguins just to, to get <laughs> just it out so there. you can have done it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have artists from all over the world as well who contribute to our stickers. They donate their time. Uh, they don't really ask for, for anything. They're amazing people. Uh, I personally know almost every single one of our artists. I develop a, a friendship with them. But each month, our subscribers, they get a sticker pack, which I know, Andrew, you're a member of Slaptastics, and I, I love am. that photo of all your stickers. I'm like, wow, I need more <laughs> more members like you who take, take those pictures. Um, you need more sticker hoarders? That's literally exactly. exactly. Yeah. There's like... <laughs> There's yeah. like three that I've put like on the back of my computer and like the rest of them sit in a pile. I'm like, they're going to go somewhere someday. I have a, I have a, a tent, like a Star Wars tin that's just full of stickers. And I have a drawer back here full of all of our uh, previous stickers too. So it's like, I, I hoard stickers like crazy, but um, our members like, that's like our number one demographic people who love stickers. Most creatives love stickers. Some of them, or most of them, I should say, don't even stick them anywhere. They just collect them, and they're like, my process, my I was just process. waiting for the first one because I knew. I feel like there's three more to go, I, but there's the first one. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Luke, that's pretty good. That was really yeah. good. We will, but yeah. I, don't think you should inter- I don't think you should interrupt Rocky again We will do Rocky a Morgan Freeman now. competition before this is over, but sorry, go ahead. Oh, gosh. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, gosh. But, uh, but no, like... I don't know. It's that's like the biggest thing because I know for me personally, before I created this, I love stickers. Whenever I would go to a conference, I would just collect stickers. I would yeah. buy stickers and everything like that, and I just loved it. And I knew so many other people did too. And so far, like we've gone to, we went to, we were at Creative Stuff last year with a table, and then we were at Adobe Max this year with a table, and. Every time, uh, every time we were we were at someplace with stickers and everything, people would come up and they would come up and they'd be like, "Oh my God, stickers! I have a real problem. I, I'm so sorry, but I, I like, I, I'm a sticker addict." I'm like, that's yeah. okay. That is that's specifically okay. our demographic. There are such I, things I, as SA. Like, I got the good stuff. And you hand them a little baggie, a little dime bag exactly. full of stickers. That's exactly yeah. right. I remember First this, taste this, is always free. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this, this specifically Adobe Max. This woman came up and she, was, she literally had her hands up to her mouth. She's like, oh my God, you have no idea how happy this makes me. And she just is like eyeballing these stickers. Her eyes are so wide. And I'm like... You have no idea how happy you're going to make me because I know you're going to buy yeah. every one of these sticker packs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know you got to upsell her, right? Like, oh, yeah. You I, I, for think sure. she, 
I think she bought almost one. Actually, no, she bought one of each of our sticker packs that we had there. So I was like really happy about that. That's and awesome. I'm pretty sure she even just signed up recently for Slaptastic too. <laughs> well, I would hope so. I mean, she's got to get her fix. All right. So oh, yeah. um, the whole the whole concept you said is is getting these uh, these artists on board, and mm-hmm. um, you've worked with some like legit artists. This is not like hey, I just you know texted my buddy <laughs> from art school and he took time away from his you know insurance adjustment job to to doodle a thing right this is you you like some of your first sticker packs you had some legit people tell us about some of the artists that you've been able to work with in this process in this process so we've been able to work with uh many we've been able to work with raji king justin mazel uh jetpacks and roller skates which uh you guys know blake stevenson yes we've been able to work work with uh let's see Dennis Salvatier, Meg Robichaux, also known as Meg Draws. Uh, we've worked with Andrew Kolb, which is, that is, he has been, like I said, one of my biggest idols. And the day that he reached out to me on Twitter and was like, hey, how do I get involved with Slaptastic? I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I, I had to have someone read that and make sure it was real. He still, he still does that to all of us. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He contacts oh. me all the time of how do I get involved with what you're doing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's always like, I really want to get involved in your your everyday life, and I just I have to have Patrick read it to me to make sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's because he's so charming. That's why I oh, hear yeah. it from with that Canadian undertone, and yes. I'm just like, oh, Maple he's so cute and adorable. <laughs> he's gonna lo- he's gonna love that we're talking about him like this. Oh, yeah. I get spam. It's really weird. <laughs> we've been able to just work with so many amazing artists uh let me see if i can rattle off a few more uh lenny terenzi hey monkey uh shauna lynn and i will not attempt to say her last name i butcher it every time that's fair um nate bear he he was also he's been helping out a lot lately we just had like a an amazing roster of people next year we have even more amazing people i'm even shocked that we got so that's gonna be interesting yeah, so um, so you have kind of changed up. The, I think the first time that we saw like a solo artist show is that he is that uh, when Nick Slater did mm-hmm. like five or six of the sticker packs. Are we going to see more of that in the coming year? Yeah, yeah. So that's the one of the biggest uh, things. So that was like a trial run. Uh, poor Nick Slater. <laughs> he was so wiped out after that. I didn't even ask him to do any more for uh, 2017 because I didn't <laughs> want to like overstep my bounds. He also did our branding too, so that really helped out. Um, but next year, I'm trying to think. I think there's going to be five or six months where it's one solo artist per month. And awesome. it's going to be, I believe it's going to start. Uh, May 2017, and then it ends, I want to say September, August or September, I think awesome. is when it's going to end. So we're going to have, I believe, four to five, or no, five to six uh, months. Rock and roll. Okay, so we talked about Slap, uh, Slaptastic. If you like stickers, if you like any of those artists that he mentioned, um, <laughs> go subscribe so that you can get stickers every month because they're so fun. I always look forward to seeing my little blue envelope um, because it's it's just fun. You know, you get it's a, it's a happy mail day. Um, there's no <laughs> stickers that I open up and it's like f you for buying this sticker. No, it's like they're always fun. Um, so go and subscribe uh, at uh, at Slapastick.com. But you can also um, 
tell us about our your new project, this new uh, I just want to be clear that's slaptastic.com. I want to make sure that we really nail yeah, that name. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? You said slapstick. What did I say? There's no way to know for sure. Listen, yeah, guys, there there's anyway. no way to know for sure. It's called Rewind. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing. I've been saying it wrong for so long forth, years. Like, is he going to realize what he just did? You, and- <laughs> you've got to just <laughs> bear with Jenny. me. Listen, exactly. I've been saying it wrong for so long. I'll get it. It'll just be after this episode is over. I yeah, apologize. I'll let, you, I'll let you guys in on a little, a little secret, too. When Nick Slater went back to, um, when we changed it to Slaptastic from Slapstickers, the first version he sent me actually said slap a stick. Nick. It did not say that slap must be what I remember. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, really? Uh, I didn't even catch it at first. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then I'm like, did you like post it on Instagram minute? or There's something? There's some letters and like, missing. Whoa. Actually, yeah, I think he did. I think he did post it on Instagram. I'm like, wait, wait no, no, no. You're missing letters. Please take it down. Uh, uh, and it was, was it after you got it tattooed on your back? I think it was. Yeah. Uh, luckily, no. I caught that in time. You know, I have it right across the back of my shoulders and everything. But Beyonce loved loved me getting that. But <laughs> what Beyonce? The fiance. The fiance. Oh, the, fi- okay. the fiance. I, I gotta be honest. That makes that makes way more sense. <laughs> we really like, got Beyonce. Yeah. I, I don't get the reference. Okay. It's okay. I, I mumble sometimes, it. so oh. sometimes people don't catch it. It's fine. It's all good. All right. So tell everybody. So slaptastic. It is fantastic. Go do mm-hmm. it there. Have I redeemed myself, Patrick? Good. It's fine. Okay, <laughs> mutant workshop. I didn't mess that up, right? No, no, you got it. Perfect. Tell everybody what that is. <laughs> so, mutant workshop is another side project of mine. It's it's right now. I've put it on hold. I was going to work on it uh, in November and December, but I decided to put it on hold to um, focus more on Slaptastic. Um, but mutant workshop is going to be. Uh, my newest venture, it's hard to kind of explain right now because it's still in the, the early stages, but it's basically going to be centered around uh, a singular character uh, named Milo Flynn, or I should say Dr. Milo Flynn. Mm. Uh, he has a doctor in mad scientist and my mad science. Um, and basically it's going to follow him. He is a mad scientist who creates monsters aliens mutants and even dinosaurs so it's gonna be really interesting what we do but still like i'm trying to keep some of it a mystery okay um, tell everybody uh where you can find where they can find out information about this this uh mutant workshop stuff so right now people can uh just follow along on my instagram account at rocky rourke and uh, I'll be posting more information about it. I'm posting sketches and and uh, even like uh, artwork for it already on there. So hopefully I'll be able to I'll have like a, a good place for them to find it. We have social media tied up with it already, but just not posting anything at the moment for it. Cool. cool. Do you have an ETA of when you think this thing's going to go live and when people should be looking out for it? I think we'll probably have a website up sometime in uh, probably the spring of 2017. Okay. Um, and then we should have probably the first like tangible objects for it by the fall of 2017. Okay, so it's a it's a bit of a slow burner, but um, yeah. you got some fun stuff in the <laughs> in the works for it. Oh yeah, that's awesome. All right, so I want to ask this um, because we're we're getting close to time here. Um, Star Wars today is officially it's Star Wars Day. This airs on Friday, December sixteenth. It is officially Rogue One. Um, mm. I'm assuming you've already seen it by this point. What are your uh, What are your thoughts on the film? 
<laughs> oh, no, it's amazing. It's Star Wars. It's lasers. It's stormtroopers. It's boom, bang, bomb, boom. Hey, Pretty we, much we said no spoilers. <laughs> um, the, uh, but you, but seriously though, you, um, you said you were a big Star Wars fan. So, what is your, what are your plans for uh, for Rogue One, and what's the anticipation for you? So I'm definitely going to be going to go see it. I, I'm not just, a, I'm like a huge movie buff. So I love movies. Star Wars is definitely, I'm a, I'm a complete nerd geek, whatever. And so Star Wars is like the epitome and uh, everything. So when uh, the last Star Wars movie came out, me and my fiance, well, then a girlfriend, we, uh, we actually had a complete Star Wars marathon. Uh, and watched ah. every single Star Wars movie from start to finish in one Sunday. You say that, and it almost sounds like you're angry. <laughs> like, we watched every single Star <laughs> Wars let's, movie. Let's just say I will never watch every single Star Wars movie from end to end ever again after that. So, but you, so you were a little angry. Okay. So I was, yeah, I was a little, I was a little angry. I was like, by the time it was like, we got to the last one, I'm like... That's perfect. So, so you're, I mean, you're anticipating it. You're excited. You already have your tickets. Did you have to wait in line for tickets and stuff online? I haven't actually gotten my tickets yet. That's the interesting oh, thing. I'm probably, yeah, man. I probably should get my tickets. I probably will order it right after, after this, but yeah. It's I'm, funny. Cause I had a couple extra ones. I could have sold you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could actually go back and listen to us ordering our tickets. It, it, it oh, was, yeah. uh, <laughs> it was a hot mess, uh, oh. but we all got them. So that's fine. Yeah. Um, I'm just excited for that. That's going to be a good movie. So I'm going to ask a question and then then lead into our final questions. This won't mm-hmm. be my final question because I have a, one specific final question that I have for you. Um, but Patrick and Luke can get on deck. Um, you uh, you made the jump. Um, some you, some might say you had to forcefully make the jump to freelance. Um, <laughs> others might say um, you got the nudge you needed um, that you had been wanting to do. What, however, it is you wanna you wanna word that. Um, we have a ton of people who listen uh, who are on the verge of that and are doing everything they can to prepare themselves. Um, for that leap, what mm-hmm. would you tell them as a piece of advice for um, for taking that step out onto um, onto the platform and doing this on your own? I would definitely say the number one thing is make sure that you have plenty of money in the bank when when if if like if you know that you want to make the jump and everything like that, make sure you have three to six months in the bank. That's like the number one piece of advice I can give when, when I was, when I got that nudge, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I had nothing, nothing saved up and everything like that. I had to cash in a 401k and take on, oh God, that first two months I took on so many projects to where I was working from 9am to 2am every single night. Uh, for two months. And so like, but I, you know, I was able to save up in less than two months, enough money for six months. So that's, that's like my biggest, cause right before I, I, uh, I was let go for my job, my last job, I actually was about to, to leave. I was so unhappy and so stressed out. I was just like, I remember going to a Floggy Molly concert and then like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I went to a Floggy Molly concert and I'm, I got so psyched up and I'm like, you know what? I am not going to be, be here in this, this job much longer. I'm going to save up money and I'm going to head out on my own. A week later, 
I was let go. <laughs> yeah, so, well, that's how that's how it works. Yeah, so that's save how it works. save up some money, get get a oh, yeah. get enough of a cushion so that you can actually live for a bit. Oh yeah, yeah, and then also just make sure that you're you're not just wanting like the lifestyle of like working for yourself because if I didn't have the following I had or if I didn't have the clientele that I had, I would have been in some serious trouble. Yeah, and everything, especially living in San Diego. So. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. All right, Patrick, Luke, one of you, take it. Uh, I'll go because it ties in <laughs> with that. So um, you talked a little bit about if you didn't have the clients, you you know, it, you probably wouldn't have been able to make it. But like now mm-hmm. you, you started a second business. Um, you're mm-hmm. obviously like doing it. What keeps you going with that? Because it's hard, right? It's hard running oh, yeah. your own business. Oh, so. yeah. It's it's so hard. Um, I've always had a a drive, a natural drive uh, in me. Um, I have also kind of always since I was a kid been a business owner okay. and an entrepreneur. Uh, I started my first business. Actually, I started my first creative business when I was six years old, um, creating a, a hand drawn magazine. That I, I tried to get my neighbors to buy. Nice. Uh, I sold one copy. I was proud of that. I made fifty nice. cents. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, but then, it, fast forward three years later, I started a lawn care business that I had from the age of like eight or nine all the way to the age of nineteen. And uh, I, that's how I made my money all the way from uh, pretty much elementary school to. Uh, college um from there i uh did freelance and then now like i don't know i guess like this is kind of getting away from the the question but i've always had this drive to keep on going keep on working Mm -hmm. and keep on trying to like get to that next level so to speak um for instance like now not only am i running uh running my freelance business running slaptastic pretty much kind of running mutant workshop I am also spending about two to four hours a day reading. Uh, I'm listening to podcasts sometimes multiple times just so I can grasp all the information. Um, and I'm just trying to like become more like well rounded, so to speak. Sure. Yeah, makes sense. So I'm, I'm going to actually, I'm going to make a statement. I'm going to ask a question, but I'm then going to ask a follow-up to Luke's. So lots about to happen. Stay with me. Okay. Everyone, bu- uh, everyone buckle up. Yeah, I just want to, you know, see, put seatbelts on your ears. Um, so uh, first thing, I, I, lo- I love the idea of, um, of not necessarily setting out to do something that's, you know, either great or new or is going to make you money, but setting out with the idea of I'm doing this because I love doing it. Mm-hmm. And then if it happens to catch on and other people love it, then perfect. But if it doesn't, then it just, you know, it is what it is. I, I think, you know, with us doing the show, it's a similar thing. We didn't set out um, to have any level of anything beyond we wanted to sit and talk to each other about stuff we liked. Mm-hmm. That was it. And then if once in a blue moon we got to talk to someone else about the stuff we liked, then that was just a plus. Yeah, we literally only completely... did it because we have bad memories and we want to remember our conversations <laughs> from a week ago. Yeah, it was... No, but I mean, it, yeah, there was... There was 
I, I don't want to say there's no intentionality. It has nothing to do with intentionality, mm-hmm. but it, it was the ex- expectation in, in, it was for us yeah. is the whole thing. So, and I think that's what you were saying is do something because it's the thing that, that you want and not because you're just setting out to, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. so I, I really like that. Um, I, the follow-up I want to uh, question I want to ask on Luke's and um, you know God, God forbid that this was ever the case if you feel like you don't have an, you another level to go to you made the comment that I'm just always pushing for the next level but what if there's obviously not one or what if it isn't working like what if you realize tomorrow something like slaptastic uh, you're losing money every month and um and you know your artists are less engaged mm-hmm. or the community is less engaged or, or whatever even if it's this thing you love what what happens do, do you walk away from it do you just go back to being a personal side project how, how do you manage how do you handle the thing that doesn't have another level to go to so and that's actually it's interesting that you mentioned that because um with slaptastic uh specifically i do plan eventually to um to either sell slaptastic or to put it on hold um because i that's the one thing is and i i think you guys mentioned it early like i'm doing so much like i you know i'm freelancing i have uh two technical businesses and everything and i have even more stuff that i want to do and so the next evolution for i believe slaptastic still has a couple more levels to get to but then the next uh, logical thing is for me to ha- possibly hand it off to someone who can take it to that to an even further uh, level or even like sure. change the the game with it and everything but um for me like uh it's kind of similar to what you just talked about about how like you just started doing this podcast because you guys you guys love talking to each other and you know you probably have horrible memories just like me and everything and you just can't remember it <laughs> minimum yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for me like when i first started slaptastic i wanted to just create awesome you know, stuff. I wanted to like work with amazing people and create, you know, some amazing stickers that people can enjoy. And it seems like everyone pretty much enjoys it. There's once in a while we get someone that like, Oh, this month sucked. And I'm like, sorry. Like, uh, cool, <laughs> cool, bro. Thanks. Yeah. So, but Good feedback, you know, like I've only had, I had like two goals with slaptastic and we've been able to hit one of them a little bit, but the other one we haven't, but that doesn't mean sure. that I'm going to stop it. Or anything like for me, I've always been a type of person where I will try something to an extent to see how far it can go. And if I don't see it going far enough, I might, you know, put it on the back burner, put it on hold. Slaptastic. I've been it's been like uh, over a year now since that uh, took off and everything like that. And yeah, it's had bumps in the road and everything, which most businesses and stuff like that have bumps in the road. But at the same time, I've kept it going. I've like pushed forward and I've put on a lot of hours. But, um, (laughs) you know, I see, I think like if someone came to me and asked me, you know, how do I keep going? How do I keep like, you know, chugging along? How do I keep like that midnight oil burning, you know, with this project I think is like possibly going to die? I would tell them, you know, take a step back, look at it. You know, like if Slaptastic was hemorrhaging money, like if it was losing money each month, if like the artists weren't like thrilled to create the stickers and everything, I would take a step back and look at it and be like, you know, is this something that should keep going or should it just be, you know, put out the pasture and everything like that. 
Yeah. Um, there's a part of me that that would be like, oh man, I put all these you know hundreds and hundreds and thousands of hours into this, and just to see it like you know go off into the wind, you know, yeah, there'd be a part of me that would be like, oh, that's very sad. But there'd be a part of me that'd be like, okay, now onto the next one. You know, yeah. so well, that's a good that's that's a good uh, good attitude to have. All right, here's my final question. It's going to be a little bit less <laughs> heavy than that. Um, Franklin Barbecue uh, is known as the <laughs> the number one uh, barbecue place in in the world. So that's kind of their ranking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you know about Franklin, but uh, Franklin is also known outside of leaving your mark. And there are thousands and thousands of signatures and drawings and stickers um in fact uh, mr mike jones left a serve studio sticker out there when he was here a few <laughs> months ago we have a master of one podcast sticker right next to his now when are you going to make a trip out to austin and see me and let's go to, <laughs> to franklin so that you can uh, throw some slap a stick on there slap tastic well. on there son of a <laughs> 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 oh my god you I just really want... need to stop this come on come on jeez oh wow Andrew, I, I, I don't, the I don't of this understand episode. what's going on I, I really don't like, <laughs> seriously what, what's wrong with you come on is, what is wrong is that, with you is that Stitch <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when are you coming out to uh, to Austin and so, uh, and leaving your mark on Franklin? Well, it's actually very interesting that you bring up Austin because uh, one thing is in in about two to three years, we, me and the fiance, are planning on moving from San Diego. Um, and right now, as of this moment, it is about I would say eighty percent chance that we will be moving to Austin. All right. So, yeah, so that's actually like that's my number one choice. She seems to be getting on board with it and everything. It's okay. so much cheaper than San Diego, so that's why. <laughs> well, anything is so much oh, yeah. cheaper than San Diego. Well, be, except I for mean, except for San Francisco and New York. Sans Bermuda. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, okay, but are you going to wait 2 to 3 years to come out here? I mean, you need to come out and visit first, right? <laughs> yeah, like I'm hoping to sometime this summer. Uh, possibly make it out to Austin. I haven't been to Austin yet. I've been to Dallas for a Circles Conference, but I haven't been sure. for to there. I've also driven through Houston, which I will never do that again. Um, yeah, no reason to go there but, again. Yeah, <laughs> Austin has always been like on my radar, so it's somewhere I want to go. So I'll definitely when we when I do make it out there. I'm definitely gonna hit you up. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, good to know. Yeah, we'll we'll go get some barbecue, and I'll I'll make sure you get at least one piece less than Luke did because he threw up afterwards. All right. Rocky <laughs> said he prefers hard eight up in uh, he, up in Dallas. No, he said that's his favorite. He didn't. So. He didn't I actually really like that place. Yeah. That place is really so good. So did I. <laughs> here's here's the deal. So did I. So did I. Don't let's not get let's not start this. <laughs> this starts a whole conversation. So it's yeah, best we just move yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> Luke just loves it right now. Um, all right, so tell everybody where they can find you, where they can uh, hit you up, find what you're doing, and support what you're doing. So they can they can find me anywhere on social media at Rocky Rourke, R-O-C-K-Y-R-O-A-R-K. Um, they can also find my, me on my website, www.rockyrourke.com. They can find uh, everything they need to know about Slaptastic on uh, www.slaptastic.com, plus at Slaptastic everything. Make it super simple. They can find me in any of those areas. 
Yeah, and where can they find out about Slap a Stick? <laughs> All right, um, they can find out about that on uh, on on the Master of One podcast. Apparently, uh, at least every time that I've mentioned it on the show up to this point. Have you ever heard me mention you before? Uh, so I was actually trying to listen. I, I went back uh, this week and I was trying to listen to episodes of Master of One, trying to see if I heard it. And there was like, I know you mentioned it a couple times because yeah. I've gotten uh, people read. Uh, whenever someone signs up, they tell us where they heard about us from. And I think at least three active members, three or four active members came from Master of One. Awesome. So you guys are making me money. Yeah, thank awesome. you. Yeah, just send and, us and, our commission. And even, yeah. <laughs> and despite the fact that I've said it wrong every single time. So look at that. Exactly. Imagine, it's amazing they can even I find know, it. Imagine I know. what's going to happen now that I'm going to say it correctly. That It's just going to, your your inbox is going to explode, my friend. Yeah, um, when, when you say it correctly. Yeah, can you, when, when I get there, it's going to be amazing. Um, yeah. So speaking of things that are amazing, thanks for coming on. Thanks for answering some questions. But can you, can you draw some uh, tokens for us? Sure, yeah. Rock and roll. All right, so that's it for the interview. Up next, we're going to draw some tokens. So every week we draw tokens to figure out the categories that we're going to be talking about the next week. And so since Rocky is here, he's going to draw them for us. I have these three tokens. They're physical things in my hands. I'm going to put them face down. I don't even know what's on them. I'm going to shuffle them up, and you're going to give me a number between one and three, and you'll be picking for Luke. Go for it. I'll be picking for Luke. Okay, I'm going to say three. Luke, you got art and design, my friend. Thanks. Um, okay, between one and two, you'll be picking for Patrick. I'm going to say two. Patrick, you got TV and film. That means I have toys and Thank games. You. That means that's probably a decent week to have TV you and film. You think maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so uh, that's awesome. So if you if you have not checked out Slaptastic yet or Rocky's work, uh, make sure you go do that now um, because it's all super fun. It's super cool, and uh, it's a really it's a cheap way to to just have fun design come in your mailbox every single week, um, and it's great gift giving occasion too right i mean you can give a subscription oh, yeah. away um the holidays are just around the corner so just go ahead and uh <laughs> and do that days i know it's not yeah jeez. um rocky said if you get if you get in before the holidays he will personally hand deliver each sticker pack to <laughs> oh, the people dude, you get it for so not a good business move <laughs> <laughs> um, i will say this this reminds me though the uh slaptastic does have a promo going on right now um, anyone who signs up uh, between now and the end of December and uses the promo December 16 gets their first sticker pack for only $5. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. So, and t- how, many, how many stickers are in a pack? Uh, between six to eight stickers each month. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, it's great. It's yeah. it's awesome. Um so you can go find him there if you need to uh if you need just a one stop shop for all that, you can go to M of One Podcast.com and find show notes and links to all the stuff that we talked about in this episode. Um you can also find an archive. You can also join our Slack community. We haven't talked a ton about them this episode, but Slack is a fantastic place to get connected and stay connected throughout the week. Amazing artists in there. You can also find us on Instagram, um, which is where we do most of our stuff. There's a contest going going on right now the star wars uh far far away far far giveaway i forget the name because it's super long but that (laughs) giveaway is also going on right now you want to make sure you jump on that there's only a couple days left to win some cool stuff there um man there's just so many different ways to stay connected with us just do it we love you guys um have fun but for now we're out of here i'm andrew i'm patrick i'm luke 
And I'm Rocky. Peace out. Bye. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> See ya. You sure do like stickers, don't you? Oh, yeah. I like stickers, all right. <laughs> So the tokens portion of every week is when we draw the token. Luke, just mark it and we'll start over. Okay. <laughs> stickers, I like stickers. Yes, I do. Stickers, stickers, I like stickers more than you. How did you get into my home? Stickers. Do you know what you're going to wear to school today, Bobby? Uh, yeah, Mom. I'm gonna wear my new shirt. Who are you? Sticker friend?